0: Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get Go Cafe and Market, where I just was, Moan. I was at the Get Go Cafe and Market in Jeanette on the way back from where? Uh, uh La Trobe?
1: Is that where?
0: Spoken like a member of the St. Vincent College Board of Directors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, by the I am on the board there, man. And I was ecstatic when you told me that St. Vincent looks the part. I told you I hit up Father Paul and all of those things, man. Hey, they're working at St. Vincent. You need to go visit. That's not a shameless plug. If you're a a fan, you need to be there anyway. I'll tell you what. I,
0: I have, I'm i going to share with, with viewers here that uh, upon going out to La Trobe, and covering the Steelers reporting day, which I swear we'll get to, the first mm-hmm. thing I did, I got in my car, got off campus, and I called R. Foster mm-hmm. on my phone to tell him how great the campus looked and how wonderful it was to be back there. I got to tell you, Moan. It just all the smiles on all the faces of the workers out there. The, 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 the lady at the gate, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, I, I do don't know put a name. smile
1: it, on her face, man. Big
0: smile today. Yeah. She, goes, she goes, it's so wonderful to see everybody uh, today and everybody's coming back and just wait till yeah. the fans are back starting tomorrow and Moan, what a place! What a it place! It is.
1: It is a beautiful place. It's. It's. If you're a football fan, specifically a Steeler fan, go, go witness it, see it. St. Vincent College. They couldn't have picked a better place for it. And when I saw the picture you posted, I saw the picture you posted. Okay, it's the first day that gets me. The field, the lines, and I was like, I said, I, was, I, I miss it. I, I said that today after seeing your picture on Twitter. I was like. I think I miss it now, and man, why'd you have to go do that?
0: Yeah, sorry, Moan. Uh, I took a <laughs> bunch of others. I'll just keep those to myself, I guess. Uh, you know, the the players did come up. Uh, they they met with us. It was supposed to be for about a three hour period. It ended up being yeah. shortened uh, to around one hour because got everybody who was supposed to be gotten. Yeah, and among those who were gotten was Larry Okunjobi. Finally, heard from him. Yeah. For the first time, and I, I got to tell you, he handled every question, including the Mason Rudolph, you know what subject, mm-hmm. and really, really nailed it, Mona. I know yeah. you've you, you've seen uh, what he said and everything else. What's your impression of of, of what Larry, uh, the way he, you know, basically manned up today?
1: Well, you you we talked about this before. We even we heard what he had to say. Like Larry was defending his teammate. I'd have done the same thing. I I've had cross uh cross, cross paths with guys that I've had issues with on the field. But you're hired to do a job, man. And what a better way for him to just say, you know, Mason kicked that off. That says a lot about that guy. That says a lot about you know who he is as a pro. And and for a guy like Larry to accept that and own up to his end of it too, it was. Is cool, but that also is when you have a mature environment, when you have a, a group that's that's into one purpose and that's winning, man. I think Larry Ogunjobin is going to be good for this team. And for them to just get that out of the way and joke about it or however they addressed it, man, I'll say this. Hats off to Mason for actually being, you know, the the big man to kind of start that conversation. Oh, he
0: initiated it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to read a, a quote from, from Larry O. He says, Go ahead. in relation to, to Mason, he says, He reached out when they signed me. I feel like that's water under the bridge. That was so long ago. I have no hard feelings. I don't feel like he has any hard feelings. I feel like men in a sport, sometimes we act out of emotions. I was defending my teammate. I feel like it is what it is. He reached out. It was over the day it happened, at least for me. I'm moving forward. That's why I'm here. Uh, that's that's how you handle it on both ends but let's give real credit where it's due here okay let's hear it. Mason got blasted from behind and yeah, you know that uh, you were you were on the field okay yeah. blasted
1: from behind and Mason calls him yeah, when yeah. he signs, Come on. That's, that's huge. And I'll say this, too. Me, me knowing Larry Ogunjoba, the times that we've played, like, he's a go harder You ain't got to worry about that. He just did what any one of us would have did. DK, I'm telling you right now, we get into a fight at a bar, okay, me and you, and you don't show up and hit somebody? then we're going to have a problem, okay? And I'm sure that's what Miles Garrett meant whenever, you know, when when Larry Ogunjoba showed up to the party to do his part. But, But as you said, Mason, man, I was telling somebody a second ago, I was like, Mason gets a lot of flack, and I don't know where the hate is with, around him, for him, by him. Like, I don't understand it, and... He ain't been, he's never going to be Ben. but that says a lot about who he is as a man to actually go into that situation and say, let's dead this now. Because the natural thing for a lot of people, because a lot of people don't, they don't like confrontation. We'll just let it handle itself naturally. No. No,
0: no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Pick the scab. Go yeah. right. That. That is, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is the, the unhealthiest thing yes. you can do. Mm -hmm. Is to just not say anything, wait for somebody else. Is a coach going to get us to come together? Is somebody going to do something? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that there's ever a situation in which Mike Tomlin needs to interject himself? Like if he finds out (laughs) that they had not reached out to each other.
1: Or does he just promote the culture that says, listen, you take care of it, which he is it, huh? it. he promotes it. And we i kind of had this conversation with somebody else like we, we when you walk through those doors and he say this religiously, OK, we're here to do football, all things football. When you walk into those doors on the south side into Latrobe, that's the reason they go away. It's because it's all football. Why do we need unnecessary things happening around the game when our goal is to win games, when you're dealing with an uphill battle now of trying to find a starting quarterback? So how would it look as far as Mason goes if he didn't go up to Larry, even if it wasn't his issue? It, and it wasn't DK. He didn't have to make that call. But I'll say this, though, as far as a team that are even invested in him right now, Pittsburgh, or if he finds himself somewhere else, guess what? You know you got a guy that you can trust and have on your team to just be about ball. And that's what that call to Larry Ogunjobi was. Hell, I don't even know how he got his number, but he did, and he reached <laughs> out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure Burt
0: Louton and the staff, uh, were, were they were able to make that happen yeah, for but him. But
1: Coach T ain't going to force that but on it's somebody. It's not coming from the head. Not, like, is what you're saying. not about an on-field issue like that. Now, some personal stuff off the field. Okay, hey, you two, bleep bleeps, need to have a conversation. Like, I'm sure that has happened before, and I know that has. That's but
0: girlfriend for- stuff. Yeah. And
1: yeah, there
0: we go. Like, <laughs> no, nah, we
1: we ain't gonna deal with that because that can get ugly. Okay, really um, but good ugly. old Mason, man. Larry Owen, when this signing happened, though, I I told you he's going to be a pro about it. And I think when healthy, he's going to do some good stuff. He gave me fits, and I'll admit that. I can't wait to see him.
0: You know, Moan, I just want you to know that when you get in trouble at Sharky's (laughs) and you start getting into a scrap, I am, in fact, your Marquise. I am coming in. I'm your Marquise slash Dave. I'm coming in. You know I'll I, get murdered, but you, I'm coming in.
1: You know why I need you though because you're gonna you'll get a cheaper bill than I get because I'm a former NFL player and you're just <laughs> you're, you're a reporter. I'm, I'm just a reporter, is right. They, they'll
0: they'll sue you because they know you got money. When we come back, the number two segment. You don't want to miss because it's actually going to be about number two. Oh, no. Uh Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. And never let it be said that we don't address every subject of substance as it relates to football. But I'm just going to throw this out here just for fun on reporting day because there really wasn't news or anything like that. It's just just guys show up and they say we're ready to play and we're motivated and blah, 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 blah. However, this was interesting. Mitch Trubisky, you would expect to be kind of available to reporters, wasn't. But he had a legit excuse. Mitch turned around and basically told everybody, I got to run to the bathroom. And I got to tell you, I respect that because we didn't see – or hear from Mitch again, which leads me to believe that Mitch really had a lot to do in the <laughs> bathroom. Okay. Now, this, uh, I don't readily ask athletes this, but I'm going to ask you this. There are human functions that have to take place, whether it's in a training camp setting or in a game or whatever. How often, I, how often do you, you know, have you now, had to leave
1: a football game to go? I hadn't ever had to leave a football game for either one, and this—I'll say this—maybe to go pee, but never the the two, the backup quarterback. Never really. The quarterback. Never had to take a dump in a football game. No, I never had to take a dump because I was so nervous beforehand. DK. Oh, that oh, makes my total God. sense. It made um, it
0: all the way out. Yeah. DK. She- until <laughs> till this
1: to this day. Okay. To this very day. If I got a big meeting. If I'm about to go work out. If I'm about to go on a run. I gotta flush yeah, out. You start, you
0: start. Yeah, that makes perfect I don't know sense. What yeah.
1: happens? Like it's I've never used the restroom so much. And not just that, it's the entire locker room, okay? The power flush is needed, is what I'm telling you. All right. Like <laughs> and, and maybe it's the performance nerves. Like any, I love to hear the, the the comments from it, okay? Just in the in the comments. Just just because. The nervous tick of your body just finding itself into a shut down Uh everything and get ready to go mode. And I know, look, when I put these knee pads on, when I put these this girdle on, when I put these pants on, these shoes, these cleats, the socks, by the way, are super tight. So there's a lot that goes into undressing, get dressed, take the gloves off, take the tape off. That look, we better flush this now, or it's going to be a bad scene oh, on the field.
0: Oh no, flush yeah. the power flush that, yeah. that has to take place at the Steelers facilities. <laughs> you know what's funny is, is Cam Hayward told us uh, today out in Latrobe, he, he said that he, you know he still gets anxious. Yeah. Uh, He's st- and that's a that's a. That's a tough word to use because that's actually a thing, mm-hmm. you know. That's not just anticipating something. That's no. a state. You, your your stomach gets wound up. Uh, yeah. You you do go running to the bathroom a yes. lot, and as we all remember from Lawrence Timmons, you can also let it go in another direction, yeah, right DK. out there
1: on the field. Yeah. You know, yeah. In- it's a thing, as you said, DK. As there's so much behind, it. like my nerves, as Cam said. Like the, I used to, you know, drive up a day or two before camp, just simply because, what I had to get settled, like my nerves. I couldn't sleep the night before. I just couldn't.
0: I mean, I I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm totally behind, so to speak. Mitch, uh, Mitch, uh...
1: <laughs> <Trubisky's>, <laughs> Mitch, Trubisky, his his, his Cleveland Browns and prediction.
0: Whole, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> If only it had been Mason Rudolph executing Ooh. the number
1: two. Hey, you know what? Oh, man. Right. This is all so bad. <laughs> take, a number, such... take a backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl is the only one they'll get. But there's neither yeah. here nor there, DK. I'm not here for that today, all right? We started training camp today.
0: Yeah, we did. So, and, uh, somehow that morphed into the power flush.
1: <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're
0: going to count on you to uh, pick this episode out of the toilet with the Hey Moan segment. Hello and welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Time for the only segment that matters, and that would be the Hey Moan segment. Today's entry comes from Nathan Tewksbury, who says, Hey Moan, DK said yesterday that if Kenny Pickett's ready and up to speed by midseason, he might make the switch. Do you make it? Uh, let's suppose that Mitch Trubisky's holding the offense back and limited and opening up the full offense and the team is winning despite him. Do you still make the change? How do you feel about that mode?
1: Uh, well, it depends on what a stat line looked like too. And you know, exactly. sometimes you just got to kind of tr- tr- contribute it to the fact that look, they just made a play. There, there's nothing you could, they just made a play sometimes, you know, um, I would have to see a lot out of Kenny Pickett in practice. Like I would have to, I, I have to see him going up against the ones commanded the, the two minute that both uh, one and two quarterback will get in practice some days. Uh, I I I'd, I'd still be shocked if they're they're winning and despite. Uh, Miss Trubisky, that they make a change. It just doesn't seem like a Pittsburgh type of move to make. When Ben went in, it was because of an injury, right? And he plays so well, you just say, you know what? He's the guy. I, making a Even switch, though
0: he wasn't anywhere near what he'd end up being.
1: No. And so yes. it has to be those reasons. To snatch a guy just because he's a first-rounder. Like, we can't live in that world, people. Like, that's where I'm at, like – You can't just say, well, we know he's the future, so we got to go with him right now. There is a lot of learning that has to take place for a guy like Kenny Pickett before he actually takes it over. And I know you say, well, some teams just throw him into the fire when they're ready. No, this ain't that situation. You do have a little bit of a grace period with Mitch Trubisky because I feel like we all see him as the number one. Um, And and, and to me, this year particularly, (laughs) I'm not in a rush to make this move. And this is the other thing, too. We have to somewhat during the season not overly retract back to Ben this being that. And by Ben, I mean Roethlisberger. That's the part in which the bridge has to be built between Mitch, I mean, uh, between Kenny and and Ben Roethlisberger or Mr. Trubisky. Like, I hate to say it now that I just made that little statement. Mitch is the bridge guy. It's a Kenny. Yeah,
0: he is. <laughs> you, he is. I mean, that, you, that's where this this comes for me is that you just, you know, I, I, let me ask you this: if he's and he's going to be, but if if Kenny's the number three, yeah, out of this group, and we'll see how training camp and preseason plays out because to me that's the one duel that is going to take place is who's going to be the backup and who's yeah. going to be the three. Um, can Kenny even advance? In the course of this coming season, if he's the three, because, you know, and I know what you just alluded to it
1: about a minute ago, what kind of reps he's going to be getting. He's going to be doing scout team. Yeah. And, and maybe that's good for him this year because his his spot is secured. I, I feel like in this situation, you got what Trubisky on a two year pretty much deal. Yes. Next year, you can roll into a full offseason and say, all right, Kenny, here are the keys these are yours. Take it over no matter what Mitch does. And I think with a whole year of getting those reps, finally if they decide to get Deontay under contract, if whatever happens with with Chase at that point also, if he grows as a better player, I think if you surround him with more better mature players on the field, then he has a better opportunity to succeed no matter what. And just going into the entire offense DK, entire off season, knowing that this is his squad. I think that's where the advantage is for a guy like Kenny Pickett. And this is the other part too. You don't want to overexpose him too early. So, Nathan, great question of, you know, does he get it? Me personally, I don't want to see it. I'd almost say keep Mitch, keep uh, keep Mason also simply because he has an opportunity to grow a little bit and you give yourself that grace. D.K., we don't <laughs> – Pittsburgh is too fragile of a position right now to be quarterback after quarterback after quarterback considering you just had one guy for 20 years. It would that – that is a – that's shaky ground, D.K., to kind of force this one when it's not necessary this year. Because to say that Mitch is going to outplay Kenny to a point to where he's not going to start, I don't think we feel that way either. But to say that Kenny Pickett is going to go into the season just be the offensive rook of the year, I- I'm not ready to give that crown right now. But No, he's not collared where he can run. He's not Lamar where he can run and create and do everything else to give this one time. If he starts week 17, Or or week 15. All right, cool. We get a great sample size going into the next season. But to give them the keys halfway through, that's too much season left for a guy like Mr. Biscuit.
0: First practice. First practice is tomorrow. All eyes on all these guys you've been talking about. Finally, finally. Let's do
1: it again tomorrow, Mon. I can't wait, man. This is exciting. Mm Mm-hmm.